0: Guys, whoop whoop, episode 19, today is World Mental Health Day, welcome back, mummy Jojo uncut, always uncut, mojo injection, thank you again for tuning in, very important day today, today is a day to spread love like that beautiful, fluffy Paddington Bear, what a legend that guy is. We need love in the world. Love saves, stigma kills. Keep talking, keep sharing, supporting. Spread the mojo wherever you can go. Don't be heckled for being happy. Use that as a gift. We need more of it. What a day today is. It's important. 10th of October 2018. Here we go. Spread love like Paddington Bear. Woohoo! It's been a great week. Mojo Injection has been on to BBC Radio Scotland and we got a good response there. We started talking about the toxic side of the world and what we need to do. There's a lot of negativity out there and a lot of fear and a lot of terrible learned behaviours that we need to try and help people break down the barriers. We also had a fantastic article in the daily record which was amazing to spread that message and open up the conversation around mental health for more people. This is the beginning of a really exciting mojo injection and I will work my little butt off to keep things going and getting louder and louder because you don't get anywhere talking down a well as my dad said to me the other day. You've got to jump up and holler spread your message with passion guys whatever you believe in fight for it today is a day for mental health campaigners to make some noise and i have pinky pinky i love that name pinky's with me today she's made a lot of noise for years too she's a fantastic life coach she runs wine women and networking and bro i love that i'll be speaking at an event early next year and i love what pinky's doing i also love the fact she's worked with paul mckenna i mean that guy's voice gets me every time if i'm anxious put a bit of paul on at night my hubs are skeptical but even he loves it guys welcome welcome pinky you're a legend thanks for coming in today to join in the mojo injection we're gonna get deep we're gonna do this all right are you ready welcome pinky thank you for having me oh, this is so exciting It's so good to have you here and um, today is world mental health day but as we were just discussing it shouldn't just be one day that's right it definitely shouldn't yeah. one day it's
1: just almost like a token gesture like I was saying to you before that, you know, this is a issue that people have on a day-to-day basis um, and having one day to tell us all about it <laughs> is not enough Yeah, and we need to be doing a lot more.
0: A lot more, I yeah. mean, it's sort of like, oh, so val- saying on Valentine's Day do you have sex one day a year or do you tell your husband or your wife or your girlfriend, partner? That you love them one day a year you know yeah. you, you need to keep this conversation going to keep the stigma will get the stigma down stigma kills love saves yes an act of love could just be asking a friend are you okay rather than taking a lack of contact personally and i feel that's the really key issue millions of people are still taking other people's mental health personally
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that's the problem because that's when we our ego gets in the way and we lack compassion and all the things that we need or we try and fix the problem when sometimes they just want an ear
1: yeah and I did a Facebook live this morning which um backs that up you know there are millions of people out there and all they want is for somebody to be there to listen without judgment without prejudice without any of the input that you might want to give them, you know, oh, cheer up, all of that kind of stuff. Yeah, You know, all those phrases that you hear. You know, we've got two ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And we really need to be there for people, people that feel like they're lonely or they feel like they're struggling in their own little
0: way. Mm -hmm. It's
1: important that we lend an ear. Yeah.
0: So important because one of the problems I've learned is people don't feel heard. And so often, and it's easy because life is so busy so we're all rushing around and not taking time to really listen to each other. So be it the research I've done with relationships and why they melt down. A lot of that is just not having the time to talk and listen to the person we probably take for granted more than anything. bless him and he's been on the podcast talking openly about you know sometimes you're doing the dishes and you're just not listening or he's not listening or and that's just on a a day-to-day case people that are actually anxious or feeling those low you know they're battling depression I mean the focus this year is on young people's mental health and what you did today opening up about your anxiety as a child is going to help so many people Yeah, and
1: I actually wasn't going to do that Facebook Live this morning. Um, I thought about it, Mm -hmm. overthank it a little bit. Mm -hmm. As (laughs) we We all do. do. (laughs) And then thought, nah, fuck it, I'm just going to (laughs) do it. You know what? People need to hear this shit because actually the majority, over half of mental illness, mental health illness, is on or people that are under 14
0: that's
1: crazy and it's sad so sad because i know how that feels i know what it feels like to feel anxious all the time the the happiest days of your life are meant to be when you're a child you're supposed to fully enjoy them without worry without stress without anxiety without overwhelm all of those things and You know, there might be a case where, for instance, when I was six, I was bullied at school. Mm -hmm. It might be that somebody in your family's died. It might be that there's a trigger in your life where something's happened and it's made you feel this feeling of like you are completely lost. You feel alone. Nobody's there to listen to you. You know, the that you have this horrible darkness within you that you just can't get out of. And when you're young, you don't know what that is. When you're yeah. young, you don't know how to explain that. You just cannot explain it apart from crying. And that's what I used to do every single day, cry. Um, before I went to school because I didn't want to go because I didn't want to face the bullies that were having a go at me, about the colour of my skin, about my
0: stupid name. Which I love, but that's, <laughs> that's the cruel thing about being young. Things that seem really uncool turn out to be really cool when you're... You know. Because we like originality, we like the authentic stuff when we're older. I don't know if yes. it's a generational thing too, but that's the cruel thing about when, when you're younger. Yeah. I thought I was sad for getting piano lessons, so I gave up. I'm so gutted. Mm.
1: I'm the same. I, um, you know, my name is like Marmite, and so is so, you know some of the the activities that I did when I was younger, like when I did ballet. Yeah. I felt completely out of my comfort zone. I absolutely wish that I would stayed in it, and I wish I'd done it now. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, "Mom, I don't want to go," so I didn't go. And I think part of it was the lack of confidence to be around lots of girls who are absolutely brilliant mm-hmm. at this beautiful performance mm-hmm. and I didn't have the confidence to do it. Imagine that. It's such a shame.
0: And uh, I completed a course on raising kids with confidence. Have you heard of that one? It's... No. It's, ha- it's had quite a good rep. It was a free course that the they offer in the nursery. Um, and the one thing that stuck with me out of that course was the the value we place on effort over gifts you know so you've got we've all got the same opportunity to go Mm -hmm. and do amazing things but it's that little bit of extra effort because it's often not the most intelligent person that goes on to to do whatever it is it's the person that gets the head down works has the passion it's it's getting that effort but that's hard for you and it's as a child thinking back to that time Mm. things like bullying it's really hard to put that effort in when there's all these words that -hmm. are harmful words coming from kids that don't understand sometimes words coming from adults yeah
1: yeah and actually resilience isn't something that you're born with resilience is something that you can build on And this is going back to um, what you said about being broken. Mm -hmm. You're not broken. Mm -hmm. You do not need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. It's certain things that people do that, I mean, how is it that some people are able to bounce back and be resilient and some people aren't? And then they're the ones that are struggling. Mm -hmm. So that interests me because I think there must be something to that. It's almost like, when we look at people who are more successful than other people, what are they doing Mm -hmm. to be like that? Mm -hmm. And what is it that makes them more resilient? And that really triggered what I do in terms of helping people. And I really, I'm so passionate about it because I think that it's a learning process. And if you do daily consistent practice of certain things that make you feel good, Mm -hmm. you are already on a winner on a winner because you're doing more than what the average person does
0: yeah so things like I mean you with your toolkit yeah and we all have different toolkits I tried to cram as many things in the toolkits at the end of my chapters because what a toolkit for me to manage my anxiety I was speaking to dad about this the other day because we both got, have anxiety dad's in a really good place now we're probably closer than we've ever been because of all he's been through mm. and he gets how much I I just care about mental yeah. health. I've always had the anxiety, but when I was younger, the uncontrollable shaking and things mm. like that, I just put it down to being a bit nervous. Looking back now and then when I had my first actual panic attack in the most beautiful part of the world, you know I just that, that's when it was like, right I need to look into this and it's learning your toolkit, how you can manage like how can I go up on a stage in front of yeah. hundreds of people when I'm when I have anxiety? Um, Nat Haig was heckled on Twitter the other day for going Mm -hmm. on the stage Mm -hmm. saying, well, you have anxiety and you're on TV. You say, well, anxiety does not have to stop in ways. It can be a superpower when you learn to manage it.
1: Yeah.
0: Because some of the most successful people I've met, creative people, have anxiety or depression. It seems to really go for the creative types.
1: Definitely.
0: Not to stereotype, but there's definitely a pattern there. Yeah. Do you work with a lot of people then in a a business context? Because I guess I mean what I was saying earlier when I introduced you with the whole networking side of things, but also in the the coaching that you do, sort of life coaching encapsulates so many things like business, getting your mojo back, you know, parenting. I mean, people these days go to life coaching for a myriad of reasons. What do you have a focus or what's your thing?
1: My thing, I absolutely love just helping people generally. Mm -hmm. I love, my tagline is create your killer mindset. So that could mean a variety of different things to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And generally what it means is that I'm helping and I'm empowering people to be the best version of you. Mm -hmm. And this goes back to you are not broken, You do not need to be fixed. Mm -hmm. This is about optimizing what you've already got and everything that you want and what you have and what you need is within you. Mm -hmm. So none of it is about me um, changing you to somebody else. It's all about getting back to your authentic, true self. And like you say, you can use anxiety in many different ways. You can use it as a plus, you can change anxiety into excitement. Mm-hmm. You can change that nervous energy that you can that you might get, say if you were public speaking, or if you're doing a Facebook live, or if you're on a podca- podcast. To something that would feel exciting because it's reframing your thoughts. When you reframe your negativity to your positive thought. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that shift that can happen. Yeah. You're changing the way that you're you're perceiving things. And not only that, is the connections that you have to negativity then change to positivity. So you're actually reinforcing those positive connections in your brain.
0: Yeah, because they're still there. Even right. when you're in the darkest time, they're still there somewhere. They're in there.
1: It's finding them. And this is what I mean, is how are people, some people able to bounce back or just lift themselves up out of certain situations mm-hmm. immediately. And then some people are still down there
0: for days. Do you feel, I've been really exploring the subject, you know, open-minded, close-minded, right? Yeah. Now, I've interviewed hundreds of people over the past few years with my obsession for all things wellness and the way our minds work. And some a, a t- expression I hear a lot is people that have had depression and have gone on to do amazing things I was so closed minded back then I'm thinking of people I know now that are very closed minded that are still struggling and some of the things I hear reading mm-hmm. obviously community and you know a great coach mm-hmm. a great um, network support network yeah. because it's this whole thing about affirmations positive affirmations um exercise I mean exercise for me I would say is where I get my best writing and content ideas releasing those natural happy hormones I think that's definitely it's definitely in there
1: most definitely do you know what when we don't feel right in ourselves and we know we need to say tone up or get fit we know what to do we're out there we're running we're at the gym we get a personal trainer whatever it is but when it comes to our mind mm-hmm. we get stuck yes we come to our minds and we go well what do I do now mm-hmm. well there's people out there that will help you there are people out there that will listen mm-hmm. you're not alone
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know this is going back to the whole thing of bouncing back how do you it's all about life is about being up and down all the time it's a roller coaster we all know that and in these situations sometimes we spend a lot of our time in the down rather than the up Mm -hmm. how do you get yourself from down to up if you're down there all the time Mm -hmm. it's about being able to get that
0: bounce so do you believe some people it's tricky because i hear the term like a marathon Mm. So some people stay down for longer than they should. Yeah. Yeah. It's like um with the mojo thing. I, and something I hear a lot is we need to wake up. Yeah. We need to we need to wake up. But for some people that's harder. Yeah. It's harder. Um and I'm talking, you know, you see people and I speak to people, they may have incurable cancer, but they're still doing amazing things. Yeah. Or they I don't know, just every day I meet someone amazing and they're doing something amazing, but they may have been, they may be doing it with, whilst battling depression or anxiety or the loss of a loved one or, you know, there's a list of poverty, you know, that doesn't stop people going on and doing great things. Mental health doesn't just go for certain households and, you know, nobody is immune to this. But yeah, I'm fascinated in the whole topic of resilience too. I don't know. How do you stay that way, personally? For me, it's all
1: about I'm a great advocate of self-love and self-care. Yeah. Because you cannot pour from an empty cup. We've all heard that before, but what does it actually mean? Well, for me, I mean, it's obviously going to be different for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody's different. Whatever works for you may not work for the next person. For me personally... My morning routine is my saving grace.
0: Okay,
1: I will wake up half an hour, forty minutes from um, than earlier than anyone else in the house. I will make myself a a really nice cup of tea. That is my thing in the morning, and I will just take that time to enjoy. Every single sip of that cup of tea and reflect and breathe and meditate and really tune in to myself to be aware of myself, really respecting myself and being fully aware of how I'm feeling at that moment. Because like I said, some days I'm not feeling that bubbly and amazing and positive. However, you have a choice you can either continue feeling crap or you can actually do something about it Mm -hmm. and everybody's got a conscious choice to make Mm -hmm. and that conscious choice
0: is very powerful very powerful what makes someone take the choice to go the right way
1: what makes someone make that choice There has to be something, there has to be something within you that it's almost like there's hope or there's something there Mm -hmm. that you feel like, I want to, I want to do something. Like being kind. What can you do today that you don't want anything back for it? What can you do to help somebody today where you're not expecting anything in return. Yeah. Like helping somebody carry their shopping to the car or helping somebody who can't reach that
0: can of beans on the top shelf in the supermarket. Mhm. It's such a nice feeling when someone comes, I mean supermarket, right? A place where it's an anxiety breeding ground yeah. in my eyes. I was there last week, Friday afternoon. So I was being ambitious. I thought we'll have a nice afternoon with the kids. So Uh, we went to the dentist they got their (laughs) stickers so they were doing well then we went to the doctors to get Bonnie's chest looked at Uh, and then I I got them a cake because they've been so well behaved and then went to Tesco probably not a good idea so they're high on sugar absolute nightmare and just really noisy really obnoxious like Charlie especially he's free he wants everything just hell (laughs) <laughs> although there's a lot worse things going on but obviously it's all relative so I thought get me home um, I just pushed them too far they're young kids; yeah. are, they don't think of how they're impacting your mental health in a place yeah. like that but the thing you remember is the people that glare at you around the supermarket I can't do anything about that the kids are high on sugar they're bored after being in the dentist and the doctors and they are on a mission Yeah, people giving Act, or The opposite act of kindness Nasty looks and judging Pulls us away from our mojo And then I got in the car And I thought I'm going to scream And mm. I'm worried I'm going to scare them I'm going to scream it's building And I thought oh fuck 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 fuck, fuck. Right, right pull it together I turn the music up mm. And they both shut up And I just chilled with that song For a minute just to bring myself back Yeah, I think music, in, in terms of healing things, I think for me music, if I'm going to be like at a risk of being one of those people in the supermarket that glares and doesn't help <laughs> music heals um, love saves, love wins um, my dad would say if it wasn't for my mum he would not have got over his depression, mm-hmm. and he'd say that my mum was amazing it wasn't easy for her either and um, I, I don't know a lot of people that have battled will tell you if they've had that support system they'll always rave about the person that was there um, it's, a tr- it's a really tricky one isn't it because yeah. then there's probably some people though that they are getting love and they are listening to music but they're still being an asshole now where is that
1: that's the other thing i was going to say about that is that being kind not only to other people but to yourself Mm -hmm. you need to cut yourself some slack here this is it's a tough time you need to be kind to yourself and talk to yourself like you're your own best friend Mm
0: -hmm.
1: because when you start putting yourself down and beating yourself
0: up it's only going to make things worse does that mean you're going to be nastier to other people? Because if you don't love yourself, how Probably. can you love others? Yeah. Yeah, interesting.
1: And that's all about being really kind. I mean literally looking in a mirror and saying that you love yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's hard. can be hard because there's a lot of toxic... You know, the, I said on BBC Radio last week, there's six-year-old girls wanting to shave their legs. They they heard six. That. They're six. the six years old. I heard that. They're six years old. I mean, that is the society we're living in. You're seeing the stats there of 14 and and under. I mean, I can see why today's emphasis is on young people. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. How can we teach our kids to love themselves? Social media
1: is one of the, you know... Areas where I just think, you know, what we need to just cut back on all of that and mm-hmm. just maybe switch off from it all. Mm-hmm. This is limited times on on social media can only be good. Absolutely. And sometimes you just need to switch off from the media, the news, the oh, yeah. magazines full of these girls and women that look like you know supermodels and that's not reality that's not real life absolutely not and this is what you know young people are brought up with this is what on a day-to-day basis you're seeing all the time Mm -hmm. and it's right in
0: front of them it's things are changing slowly but it's albeit slowly isn't it it is what can we do to get more real people in the magazines
1: what I saw was H&M were doing some kind of thing with you know normal models which I really liked because H&M has been known for so long for being tiny I mean I don't know about you
0: but I go in there and I'm like three sizes bigger than what I'm normally in a normal shop and that's toxic especially someone who's battling with eating disorders and yeah you know and you're thinking
1: oh my goodness I'm a size 14
0: (laughs) yeah and that's, I mean, it, it, and and why should we worry about a size as well? Exactly. Why should we worry? I mean, I, I'm a different size in so many shops. I yeah. mean, I guess because I've embraced this whole body positivity stuff and been studying it and yeah. I write about it in the book quite openly. I just, I think you you have to try and turn the thoughts around. Yes. Changing rooms are not meant to be nice places. No. They're not. They're meant to... Happiness doesn't sell very well either, does it? No. You know, you're not going to buy when you're in it. When you're in a really happy place, why would you go and buy diet pills? Why would you? Why would you? Uh, I don't know. I, I I think it's a balance because self care and pampering is great. Like I love getting my nails done, odd spray tan. You know.
1: Yeah.
0: I think that's a personal thing. Do things that make you feel nice, but mm. know that they don't define you. They're just a little bit of a pamper. Yeah. You know, and don't no, just get okay. it because everyone else is. If you don't want the HD eyebrows, don't get them.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: It's just, uh, I need mine done as I speak, but. <laughs> so do I. I'm so glad
1: we're not filming because uh. i got a big. Spot on my forehead That's the size of Mount Vesuvius You <laughs> oh, look <feeling> gorgeous
0: But <laughs> oh, you know that that's us We're just, Our thoughts are wired to hone in on things Like spots or Oh I've gained a few pounds this week Because I enjoyed that cake and I didn't get it to run as much or, You know it's, yes. Our brains are, are made to wire I've really worked hard Part of the mojo injection is changing your thoughts To really actively Replace the negative ones With positive bring them in then show them the front door because those thoughts do not uh, belong in such a great mind yeah a mind that is capable as you say with the mindset of going and doing amazing things but the more Mm -hmm. you allow those thoughts in the less you're going to go and do what you want and everyone listening today will want to do something anything yeah we all have goals and The more we let the positive thoughts and people and self-care, self-love in, the less the harmful ones show up. You know, I, as a mum, I feel a crazy amount of pressure. I don't know about you, there's so much pressure on mums now. And I still, I feel like the past few days I've posted some lovely images. I mean, Bonnie did her first 5K. We went to a few press events, There was lots of lovely images. But I always worry, oh am I making it look too easy because I've still had those moments. So that story about the supermarket, I wanted to do something in social media around me sitting in the car holding my hair and my hands going this is brutal because I don't want people to look at me and go, oh she's immune to these things. I still have meltdowns some days. Some days I I don't like my husband, he doesn't like me. Some days being a mum is crazy hard but... That doesn't mean I'm not going on and doing things because I'm telling these thoughts to pipe the hell down. Because one thing I've learned this year and what you say about power is we all have this crazy power in us. We are all human. We're not. It's not like some of us are aliens and some of us are superhuman. We all come with the same brain. Granted, our brains are crazy and we still don't really understand them. Mm. But we all come with skills and talents and a fresh voice and a, a fresh pair of eyes and we're all freaking awesome. Yeah, we
1: definitely are. Tell my clients that all the time. Yeah. Every single person is amazing yeah. in their own way. And we don't need to let this, you know, the mental health issue define you. Mm-hmm. It might be a description of something about you, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't need to define you. And it's about taking control. Exactly what you said about you can choose Mm -hmm. and being able to make that decisive decision. Mm -hmm. Okay, I haven't done anything this week. I feel like shit, but I'm still going to do that 5K with my daughter Mm -hmm. because it means that I get to spend time with her at the same time Mm -hmm. as doing something great. For, for both of us. Yeah. And it is about taking control. Uh, those bad times can really take it out of you.
0: Oh, they really can it can knock you for six and then if you that's the perfect time for the negative thoughts to creep in yes. oh you're such a bad mum you're working too hard those beautiful children more soft play less shopping trips with uh, you know all these different yeah. things and then they breed and they breed and then you come back and you go on Instagram and you see what that mum had for dinner oh man she's amazing you know yeah. thoughts they just they, they breed if you you them. Yes, I mean for me, I I see a lot of great things on Instagram, and when we talk about seeing life as a competition, I will say there's no competition. You know, there's only one you. Yeah. So let's not feel threatened by other people, but celebrate the fact that we all bring something to the table. But I think it can be very easy to let those negative thoughts of comparisons come in, which probably turns to judgment and then the, the mojo is gone before you know it, you know? It's keeping it I mean, do you find a lot of people that come to you? Is it initially about a mental health issue or is it stress? Is it confidence or is it a whole amalgamation of the
1: I find that it's never one thing. Okay. The first thing that comes up is never actually the the only thing. Mm-hmm. So it might be fear of Fear of failure, fear of success.
0: Interesting.
1: It might be I'm really anxious and nervous and I can't do public speaking or I'm struggling with Facebook lives. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm struggling with going to a networking event and being in a group of people I've never met before.
0: Mm-hmm. That's scary. I find that scary. I, I get terrified. People are like, what? I'm like, no it
1: is scary because you're in a group of people that you've never met before that is you know totally out of someone's comfort zone anyone would be freaked out by the whole thing Mm -hmm. um and you know the the way that it it manifests itself the anxiety kind of comes up eventually from these things so if you've got a fear of something of course you're anxious of course of course, you're stressed about something. Mm-hmm. You're nervous about something. And we will work towards a plan to getting you to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. For me, it's all about working in the present moment so we can make your future better. Yes. And always remember that the past, the best thing about the past is that it's done. It's over. Mm-hmm. And the best thing about the future is that it's yet to come. And what we have right now, and all we have right now, is that present moment. Mm-hmm. So all we can do with, is the best with what we've got right here, right now, and how we can make that step to where we want to be.
0: Interesting. Because there's a lot of chat about being lost in the moment. Do they see that's the only place you can be truly happy? Or, I just read a quote somewhere about that.
1: The only place we can be truly happy is being in the present moment. That's why having a cup of tea for me in the morning is that moment Mm -hmm. where I actually truly appreciate the fact that I'm, number one, healthy, number two, alive, Mm -hmm. number three, you know, I have a beautiful family. I've got a beautiful son. My fiancé is amazing. I've got a roof over my head. I have shoes. I have clothes. I can feed my family and that's it what else do you want
0: yeah and and how do you balance because you obviously love your job and, and and with what you're doing it must be busy um and as a, a mom you know there's these stereotypes out there and some of the voices i hear that are right up in the book is you know my mom gave up teaching for 20 years to raise her three kids and um you can still be an amazing mom and be amazing in business and and love your job i truly believe that but the voices of guilt and the pressures will still be there i mean how do you find a balance that works for you as a mom
1: i think you have to accept that you you have to get a balance you have to really think about balance you have to find your way and what works for you um And I I definitely think you can't do everything. You can't be in five places at the same time. That is not possible because you'd be completely overwhelmed and burnt out if you tried to do that. Mm -hmm. Many of us, what we see on social media isn't actually reality. Of
0: course,
1: We know that. Mm -hmm. You see all these mums out there. They look amazing. They turn up at the school gates looking like, you know, they've uh, spent all night putting their makeup on and just literally jumped out of bed looking exactly how they are I'm
0: definitely not one
1: of those mums me neither Um, but you know what, that's them and you are you and this whole comparison game the only person that you're competing against is yourself so stay in your own lane and look at how far you've come look at where you are now from where you were a month ago a year ago, two years ago and look at what you've achieved because you are amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I like that, Stay in your lane as well. I mean, some, because moments with the kids, I think, might be completely different to, that I enjoy, may be completely different. So, I mean, sometimes when they behave, not every night, the meditation, we put the app on, we lie and snuggle. When it works, and as I say, at the moment, 60%, it doesn't, it worked well at the start. Charlie's jumping on my head at the moment, which does my head <laughs> in literally. Um, so when that works, and we're cozy and we're snuggling and we feel safe, and as an anxious person, that feels like a really safe moment for me. Yeah. And um, in the bath with them, um, or being on the beach, just quietly sitting in the sand, or you know moments like that, or sit music, singing and dancing. They those are kind of really special moments for me with the kids. Um. But for you, or you as a listener, it might be getting lost in a jigsaw puzzle, or baking, or reading a story, or swimming in the water, or anything. It doesn't matter. Don't feel like you have to book up for millions and millions of classes, yeah. to the point that you're a glorified taxi driver. <laughs> you try to do too much because you want to be perfect, mom, but you're also trying to juggle family life. I mean, for me, I talk openly, and I say, look, work's going great, parenting is going as great as it can be you know it's with your control a lot of that with the kids how they behave but, but you know we're having a good moments and our stressful moments as work can be and um, housework's not going so well i mean i'm sorry i can't do it all and uh, i come back to that all the time i had a friend in the other night and she said oh but if i was scott i'd be going nuts if i came home to a messy house now granted it had been a freaking busy day I ha- you know a day when you don't have time to pee be one mm-hmm. of those days and yeah i know those then, days oh yeah <laughs> and i gave her a freaking mouthful. and she's like i'm so sorry i was like no 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 because it's how you feel you're entitled to your opinion but you need to know how mental today has been when we make comments about things we just judge it at face value yeah there's a pile of dishes i just need a roast as well Uh, so there was all the different pots and stuff and totally didn't have time to make that roast Uh, (laughs) but yeah uh, commenting on the dishes lying around and a few clothes and whatever that's not not constructive for me but Mm. I can understand for Scott in his mind he's black and white in ways Mm. the house should be tidy it should be tidy but for me, no, my work comes first plus the four school runs and getting dinner on the table there was not a second that day so for me in my head that comment is so out of line and so unconstructive. Mm. It's trying to get into the head and then it's saying well what can we do about this because we're not going to change the way we feel. I put other things as a priority to housework, doesn't matter though, when you're at home you will do the washing. There's a washing out right now, clothes hung out. Scott's still working his ass off but he, his mind he thinks differently. Mm. So how can we compromise? Mm. We're still working on it. <laughs> uh, I sp- uh, Angela Jackson was on a p- podcast recently. That'll be coming out soon. She's a, an award-winning author. She's brilliant. And she said a cleaner saved her marriage.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'd agree with that one. Without a cleaner, I don't know where I'd be. <laughs> I actually think that if we change the way that we're thinking about a situation, when you say, I should be doing this, I should be doing that, and you change it to, I could, that is powerful, mm-hmm. because you have a choice, a conscious choice again, where instead of your shoulds, you could do it, mm-hmm. but you're not going to, because you've chosen not to,
0: Interesting,
1: mm-hmm. and that changes your perception in your mind, and then that changes the way you feel, think, and therefore act on that, because you may not want to do the cleaning because that's at the bottom of the list of the 1001 things that you've got to do that day
0: mm-hmm, but it's, it's higher on the agenda for others
1: absolutely but you know what you're not that person and they're not you
0: mm-hmm. so how do we how, how do we because it's an issue in so many marriages
1: it is get a bloody cleaner that's mm-hmm. what i say <laughs>
0: I'm in your camp too. In fairness, I will say my in-laws are amazing. The days they do childcare, they used to run guest houses, so they are clean, 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 which is really where it comes from. Mm. So they will deep clean the house when they're here, and I'm like, just play with the kids. No, 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 they'll do it all. <laughs> they'll find a way to get the kids involved and stuff. Great. I mean, I'm very, very thankful. Um, but when my mom and dad come, it's different. They're just doing more activities and things. Mm. That they, just not a thought for them yeah you can see where it comes from yeah, yeah it's always a like, of course line behavior yeah yeah we're all born a certain way too and it's just trying to say as you say you can't how much can you change a person exactly. am I ever going to change
1: what is important to you is the question and everybody has a different agenda everyone's got a different list of things that's important
0: mm-hmm Yes, see, I think I was raised in a very happy home in ways. Um it was always chaotic. Dad's blind so he didn't care about the housework, you can see it. Um and mum, it just wasn't on our agenda. Her my gran would come up and do ironing soon. Um yeah, it's I it's funny. I love a clean house. I love that. Yeah. I love a clean house. But on my to-do list, my work comes first because I've got a book now. You do now. The reason I have that book is because, and I quote J.K. rolling in it, I didn't do housework for two years. I did, I cooked, I did my bit, I washed dishes, I put the other clothes away, but I didn't do the perfect mum kind of housework mm. that Scott would love. Yeah, the house was not immaculate; it was not a show home because my priority was getting that book out. Right now. The kitchen's been clean since, okay? It's looking all right just now, but that book's not going anywhere, is it? Nothing changes. That's my mentality, but it's not everyone's. No. So it's trying to get that through.
1: Yes, and it's what's important again. I mean, look at your house now; it's bloody immaculate.
0: That's because Scott's working from home today too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did do a few dishes. I, I, it's not like I do nothing, but on compared to standards of. Hubs, mm. I don't do it as much as I should. Yeah. I, I think that's interesting, though, what you say.
1: Yeah. About changing your thinking about it.
0: Yeah. And it's, how do we compromise with our relationships when we have different thoughts from people and different priorities?
1: We need to stop being hard on ourselves, I think. I think we're just a bit too hard on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And just, and remember that, you know, You're not not Wonder Woman. You're not able to do absolutely everything. You have to prioritise. You have to have that, right, this is what I'm going to do first, second, third. If I get to this, which is the cleaning at the bottom of my list, I'll do it. But I'm not going to bust my balls to actually clean the house when it's not important. Explaining that to your other half and saying, I've had... A really busy day let me tell you that it's been a busy day and I'm sure you have as well actually cleaning the house isn't really important to me so let's compromise let's get a cleaner
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes that's exactly where we're kind of at but he likes to clean he doesn't like the thought of a cleaner mm. I'm thinking of doing it on the slide he can do it yeah, I'm thinking of doing, but you'll still mourn. That's the problem. You'll still mourn, mm. and I don't like arguing. Can't
1: have it both ways.
0: Yeah, it's it's tricky. I don't like arguing. I don't like these kids to see arguing. Um, we try not to argue in front of the kids, but sometimes it's impossible. And it's hard because when the kids argue, it's annoying for them. Yeah, uh, it's annoying for us to listen. There's nothing worse than hearing siblings argue. It's hell. Yeah. Um, and I think. What must that be like for those little minds to hear us arguments? So we really try not to. Yeah. But there's debates, and as there is in so many marriages and relationships, and I share this because people think, and say to me I have a perfect relationship, <laughs> there's parts about it which are great. Yeah. Parts that are fantastic, but parts that are tough and hard. Just and,
1: like anything.
0: Oh, I mean, episode one on this podcast was Scott and I, Talking so openly about our marriage, and people were shocked to the core how honest we were. Thankfully, he allows me to say this it's how I feel, it's real, yeah, it has to be real, yeah, so that people connect to it. It's tough sometimes. I want to just run away from them and think, What have I done to deserve this? You know,
1: yeah, that is very common, and that is real, Mm -hmm. that is something that happens in many relationships when the communication isn't working together and in synergy Mm -hmm. and then you're constantly butting heads about certain things and I know that I've been there it's it's not a nice feeling it really isn't
0: yeah and I think for me what the issue is and I can see it it's been so busy the past few weeks we've not had time to really talk. or we've not had a date night. Yeah. crying out for that time. we've had pockets of time, mm. but not a quality and he keeps going on to girls and he's like, When we go out and like book it. When mm. our marriage needs it. Yeah. You need to get away. He doesn't really more about the mice hotel rooms. He kinda relaxes. He's too high on champagne. So girls and not champagne. Definitely um, not. You know, whatever you like to drink, stick it in your case. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, I think that's that's what we need when it gets too busy. Because when we're both really busy, that's when our stress levels go up and we can be.
1: And you forget to take time out for yourselves.
0: Yeah, so it's it's self care. Self care. Each other, but yeah, self care for ourselves and self care as a couple as well. When there's two in the party, definitely. It's um, it's just making that time, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, you I have talk to talk about all this all day. Honestly, can't believe it have been. Um, on for almost 50 minutes wow time just flies by i know time yeah. flies
1: when you're talking sense
0: yeah it really does It was this amazing is my therapy this podcast so you have been fab i could talk to you oh, all day thank
1: you um I'm and sure. likewise oh, i love just, chatting with you oh,
0: well mental health is you know we clearly are both very passionate about yeah. it yeah and you're doing amazing things you worked with paul mckenna right did you do training with
1: him i did yeah and Just this weekend gone. I did a a little bit more, so I keep topping up my dosage of learning new things and growing, and making sure that I've got the best knowledge for my clients, and making sure I've got the newest techniques to help you with the strategies and how to deal with difficult situations, and how to be the best version of yourself.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's not. I love his voice. Oh my goodness. Scott's got him on a nap. He's had him for years. And so if we've had a really busy weekend and we just need a good night's sleep. he will go shoot do Paul. Yeah. I'm like, yes, let's have a Paul night. Paul is my indulgence. Just his voice and he gets me into this trance. Yeah. Has he hypnotized you ever? Or yeah, ever?
1: so the weekend is about um, using the skills of hypnotism which are absolutely incredible, so powerful. So literally, so Richard Bandler is the co-creator of Neuro Linguistic Programming. So that's what I've done. I'm a master practitioner in that. And when Richard talks, I am literally a nodding, 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 and then that's it, I go. I actually don't know how, well, I do know how he does it because the number of times I've trained with him, my brain connects with that voice. Mm-hmm. And as I'm hearing it, I start going into that mm-hmm. state of relaxation, deep relaxation. And it's lovely because I feel so comfortable. I feel so safe. And that's where all the work's done. That's where he's talking to my subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And I wake up and I'm like, oh my goodness, I've just missed all of that. I I didn't hear any of that. But actually... I did. And when I'm sleeping at night I wake up fresh in the morning. I'm like, Oh yeah, that's what we learned yesterday. That's I thought amazing. I slept through it. No, I didn't.
0: Was it one on one in the course then the no. or did you do the whole room?
1: It's just the whole room.
0: This is Richard, not Paul. Both. All oh, right. So you've had them both both all weekend.
1: Both are very charismatic in their own different ways, both very quirky. I like Paul's charisma, I like the way that he has that energy and how he takes everybody's kind of attention and experience and just makes it really unique. And Richard, he's older, but he's got that dry sarcastic wit and he's got these stories that he tells that he cleverly loops and when he cleverly loops them he's embedding them so it's called it's called stacking and looping mm-hmm. and when he does that that's when you absorb all the information
0: mm-hmm.
1: what's amazing about it is you think you don't remember anything but you do Wow! and it's incredible so powerful and I love using techniques Similar to that, when I'm talking to my clients, when we're actually coming up with techniques that can help them on a day to day basis
0: to get it into the subconscious mind, yeah, and
1: it's so powerful, so powerful. I absolutely love it. Um, and I keep going back for more, that tells you something, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's um, I got hypnotized for the book with uh, Iona Russell, and uh, she contributed to chapter 10, and she took me to my beach and my house and all this stuff. But she really made sure she spoke in my language. It had to be authentic to me. And she said, Oh, make sure you've got some, uh," what was she saying, or some champagne on ice? And I said, What do you think of me? She said, I know you like your nice things. I thought, Oh, really? (laughs) um, She's funny, but. uh, There's nothing wrong with that. I like my champagne too. I love champagne. Be the champagne of the party is one of my mottoes in life. um, But yeah, she she took me to this beach and. and actually, bless her, she said, "Oh, do you want to have a wee call before you book launch? I was like, oh, yeah, great. And she hypnotised me a few times and i vlogged it and stuff. And uh, she said, we'll just do it over the phone. So I was upstairs in the room. I said to Scott, I'm just going to chat with Iona about the launch tomorrow. And she just wants to check check in and see I'm OK. And um, so I went upstairs to the room and we are chatting and I, she was like, right, OK, just put your phone down. So she had, we were on like Facebook chat or something. So I put it down and then she just hypnotized me. And the kids came up when I was in trance and she was like, now if the kids come in and she had it all sorted, but I hadn't warned Scott. And of course I could hear him coming in and taking the kids out. Cause I was so deep in trance, lying on my bed, like on this beach with like, she'd put rainbows in it and stuff. And um, the next day I just woke up feeling so calm, ready for the launch and I gave the talk of my life. Like I stood up there in front of hundreds, like hundred people in this castle really really amazing people like that you sort of quite intimidated you what i would have once been intimidated by all these really powerful yeah intelligent lovely people staring at me and i just gave it everything and uh that could have well been the subconscious mind funny the power of it yeah that's fascinating
1: it is it's amazing
0: oh hung out with Paul. I'm so jealous. I love Paul. Yeah, he, <laughs> is,
1: he is a very cool person.
0: Oh, I bet. Yes. Oh, I want to go on the course. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, next time I go, I'll let you know. Yeah, brilliant. There's so many. I would like to go on a Tony Robbins course as well. Done that? Really? Yeah, what amazing. Did you
1: think of him? He is massive guy. His hand is absolutely massive. It's like. How can I describe it? It is the size of my head.
0: Oh, He's just huge. He's got the biggest grin. And we just love to see him live. I just love all the music he plays. And
1: it's all very motivational. You know, we're jumping around, we're dancing around. Very high impact, energetic. And then there's times where he will do the absolute opposite. And it's all on purpose. It's all to get responses. It's all about changing your state. Because if you can change your state from being all like mm, slouchy, grumpy, you know, feeling rubbish about yourself to high, energetic, you know, your posture and everything changes. Everything about you, your mood changes if you just start shaking your ass and
0: mm. waving
1: your arms around. So it really
0: warms you up. Know, warm and does yeah. he tend to do that at the start of his talks?
1: Yep. And sometimes the middle when we're all falling asleep.
0: <laughs> so he does that to, en- to get you engaged and then yeah. comes in with the power.
1: Yeah. And then the I did moment. the fire walk as well, which was like, oh. I can't believe it. I was so scared. Yeah, at the same time, I knew I could do it. And is it sore? Afterwards, it was a little bit warm. But actually, you, it's it's nothing. When you're doing it, You are you are effectively... Hypnotised when you're doing it, you are in that trance where you go in, you do it, and then afterwards you feel like you can do anything, you can take on the
0: world. That's amazing, powerful, powerful. Oh, there's so many good things out there. So honestly, I love meeting people like yourself, and so inspirational. Um, I think with the chat and music, we could have a good sing-off now. Uh, well not sing off actually, uh, I don't make people sing but if you want to sing I would love to hear you and we'll dance around like loons and release the mojo if you're up for it. Yeah let's do it. What song do you want to do and why?
1: Shall we do This Is Me? Oh
0: powerful, a firm favourite in this house.
1: Yes absolutely love it, when I first watched that film I heard that song and I was in tears watching that film, it was so powerful for me. The words mean something. And I think they mean something to a lot of people out there.
0: Oh, honestly, I can't even tell you. Um, that film is my film of the year. Is it 2018, the film? Did it come out at the of the year? Yeah,
1: beginning of this year, wasn't it? Oh,
0: Bonnie had the whole castle in her element. I don't know if you saw the vlog that went out. Bonnie singing Million Dreams at the launch.
1: I saw a bit of it, yeah. Oh, my Amazing. days. Amazing.
0: The first time I heard that song, Million Dreams, Bonnie was belting it out. And uh, I talk about this in chapter two. Three wasps actually flew in the room. I'm not even joking you. And it was just like a sign because <laughs> I, I, the chapter's about wasps, wasps and butterflies and, and stuff. And they flew well. in the room and she's sitting singing. And uh, I tear slung down my face the words. And this song, um, this is me, connects with so many people. It's just powerful. So, um, right, let's do it. Let's sing it. <laughs> yeah oh let's do this this song is phenomenal
1: it, it so might make me cry
0: this. oh me too <laughs> oh. Right. and that stranger to the dark hide away
1: they say because we don't want your broken parts
0: learn to be ashamed of all my scars
1: run away
0: they say no one love you as you are Won't let them break me down in like dust I know there's a place for us For we are
1: glorious You're
0: spice? to cut me down I'm gonna send a flood, I'm gonna drown them out i am brave i am bruised
1: this is who i'm meant to be this is me
0: look up, this here i go and i'm marching on the beat of drum i'm not scared to be seen i make no apologies this is me
1: For us, all you need are warriors. I'm gonna slow, slow, slow the company down. I'm gonna send a flood, gonna drown them out. I am brave, I am bruised. This is who I'm meant to be. This is me, coming up, cause here I come. And I'm watching on to the beat I've To be seen, I make no apologies, this is me.